Sigmund Freud was a neurologist, most popularly known as the founding father of psychoanalysis. A set of theories and therapeutic techniques used through dialogue between a patient and a psychoanalyst, a sort of talking cure in order to study the unconscious mind and as a method of treatment for mental disorders. Although it had been discussed before, Freud was the first person to popularize and structure the concept of the unconscious. Despite repeated criticisms of his work, he became recognized as a profound thinker in his age and left a remarkable intellectual legacy. You have probably come across the term Freudian slip before, an error in speech that occurs due to the interference of an unconscious subdued wish or internal train of thought. He called dreams wish fulfillment. His theory proposes that dreams are a byproduct of the dreamer's physical and mental state during sleep and distinguishes between manifest dream, the actual literal subject matter of the dream, and latent dream, the underlying meaning of these symbols. The latent dream being the real dream, and the goal of dream interpretation is to reveal it through concepts such as condensation, reduction, and simplification of rich contents of latent dreams and displacement, an unconscious process that transfers emotions, ideas and wishes to diminish anxiety. For Freud, the psyche is composed of the it, ego and superego. The it is the unconscious instinctual component of personality that is present at birth. It is the source of bodily needs and wants, emotional impulses and desires. Freud believed there to be two fundamental human drives, the life drive and the death drive. The life drive or libido acts according to the pleasure principle characterized by arrows, as well as procreation, social cooperation and survival. It is oriented to the immediate gratification of impulse and desire and an avoidance of pain. The death drive is characterized by thanatos, which represents death and self-destruction, with instincts such as aggression and risky behavior. The ego acts according to the reality principle. It seeks to please the its drive in realistic ways that in the long term bring benefit rather than grief. It allows one to delay gratifying immediate needs and function effectively in the real world. The superego reflects the internalization of cultural rules taught by the guidance and influence of parents, institutions and ideal models. It works in contradiction to the id. It strives to act in a socially appropriate manner, whereas the idiot wants instant gratification. It controls our sense of right and wrong and guilt, helping us fit into society by getting us to act in socially acceptable ways. Thus, the id is the set of uncoordinated instinctual desires, the superego plays the critical and moralizing role, and the ego is the organized, realistic agent that mediates between the instinctual desires of the id and the critical superego. Although the id is unconscious by definition, the ego and superego are both partly conscious and partly unconscious. In founding psychoanalysis, Freud developed therapeutic techniques such as free association, which is the method of listening to patients speak for themselves, working through their own material rather than parroting another's suggestions. It is the content of consciousness without censorship. 
as an aid in gaining access to the unconscious processes. Another important phenomenon is transference, in which a person unconsciously projects feelings onto other people, such as transferring feelings about one's parents to their partners, or mistrusting somebody who resembles an ex-spouse in manners, voice, or external appearance. Psychosexual development is central to the psychoanalytic sexual drive theory, Freud believed that personality developed through a series of childhood stages during which the its libidinal energies become focused on different areas of the body. The development of a healthy adult personality is the result of successfully completing each of the psychosexual stages. However, if the child experiences frustration, it might lead to fixation, which is the persistent focus of the its pleasure-seeking energies at the early stages of psychosexual development. These fixations occur when an issue in one of the stages remains unresolved, leaving the individual essentially stuck or fixated at that point of development and unable to move on to the next, causing them to experience anxiety that would persist into adulthood as a neurosis, a functional mental disorder. The first one is the oral stage, which starts from birth and lasts around a year. The infant's mouth is the focus of libidinal gratification derived from the pleasure of feeding at the mother's breast and from the oral exploration of their environment. In this stage, the id dominates, because neither the ego nor the superego is fully developed, and every action is based upon the pleasure principle. The ego is slowly forming as the infant starts to develop a body image and delay gratification. Weaning or the process of gradually withdrawing the infant's supply of its mother's milk and introducing it to another diet makes the infant lose the physical intimacy with their mother. This increases the infant's self-awareness that they do not control the environment and thus learn of delayed gratification. Issues during this stage may cause the infant to develop an oral fixation during their life, characterized by immaturity, passivity and unrealistic optimism. The second stage of psychosexual development is the anal stage, spanning from the age of 18 months to 3 years. Controlling bowel movements is the child's key experience. It results in conflicts between the id, demanding immediate gratification, and the ego, demanding delayed gratification in eliminating bodily wastes. Fixations at this point in development can lead to what Freud called anal retentive and anal expulsive personalities. In the anal retentive personality, the parents may have over emphasize bowel movement control, which can lead to the development of a compulsive personality, a person too concerned with neatness and order. In the anal expulsive personality, an underemphasis on controlling bowel movements can lead to the development of a self-indulgent personality and environmental disorder. The resolution in the id-ego conflict isn't the child's adjusting to parental influences, teaching the value and importance of physical cleanliness and environmental order, thus using a self-controlled adult. However, it must not be developed with the parent's will, which creates a weak sense of self, but with the child's ego. The third stage is the phallic stage, which occurs from the ages of 3 to 6 years. In this stage, children become aware of their bodies and the bodies of other people, learning the physical and sexual differences between male and female. The decisive experience is the Oedipus complex, which originally refers to the sexual desire of a son for his mother while focusing emotional rivalry against his father. It is a desire for the parent in both males and females, and that boys and girls 
girls experience differently. Boys in a form of castration anxiety, girls in a form of penis envy. This creates an unconscious psychological defense mechanism that reduces anxiety arising from unacceptable or potentially harmful stimuli. The first defense mechanism is repression, the blocking of memories and emotional impulses from the conscious mind. The second defense mechanism is identification, by which the child incorporates to their ego the personality characteristics of the same-sex parent. Freud considered this to be the successful outcome of the complex. The fourth stage is the latency stage, that spans from the age of six years until puberty, wherein the child consolidates the character habit they developed in the three earlier stages. Whether or not the child has successfully resolved the Oedipus complex, the instinctual drives of the id are inaccessible to the ego, because their defense mechanisms repress them during the phallic stage. Hence, because set drives are latent, hidden, and gratification is delayed, the child must derive the pleasure of gratification directing the libidinal drives towards external activities, such as school, friendship, and hobbies. The last stage is the genital stage, that spans from puberty through adult life. Its purpose is the psychological detachment and independence from the parents. The ego established in the individual shifts from instant gratification to gratifying desire through responsibility, family, friendship, and relationships. However, a psychological fixation can lead to great difficulty in forming a healthy sexual relationship with another person. Although many of Ford's assumptions have been brought into question since the advent of his work, he remains the father of psychoanalysis and a significant contributor to understanding human personality. Via the results of largely unconscious internal conflicts among the structures of the human mind, the dynamics of these conflicts through early stages of development can determine an individual's personality throughout his life.